Hi, my name is Taylor Woods. Uh, I'm a defender for the Toronto Six. I'm also a pro strong woman competing in the U64 class. You can find me on T Woods Training on Instagram. And you are listening to the Pro Sports Podcasters. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Colbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters. I'm one half your host, Justin Williams. And today, you know I'm joined with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that makes me sound good on the mic, the dude who's always there whenever I need him. And lately, he's been pulling some NFTs that you just won't believe. Check out our YouTube link. He talks about it. He pulls... I'm not even going to tell you, it's a big surprise, but he pulls a very extremely rare NFT. This guy is now a multi-trillionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Colbert Durant. Kobe, how you doing? Fantastic. I wish all that was true, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty. I'm actually pretty hyped today, man, because we got the goat on. I was going to say, man, we're talking about legends, and we're talking to a legend in the making. I'm just going to go over your stats right now, just so people will know. Uh, in 11 games, she has, <laughs> this is amazing, Eight goals, 14 assists, 22 points, 56 shot on that. A disgusting plus 22. Drink that in. <laughs> disgusting. It's, it's so good. I was telling Kobe this. I can't do that in NHL 20 or 21 or 22. <laughs> like, on, like, build my own character is still less than you. How is that possible? Ladies and gentlemen, the only person to ever do that that I'm ever aware of, his name is Wayne Gretzky. So she's like kind of on the same tiers here as him. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Michaela Grant Mentis. Kayla, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Oh, I've worked three 12 hour night shifts. <laughs> I woke up early just to talk to you. I'm going to bed right after this interview. Me too. <laughs> nice. You working 12 hour shifts? Because apparently like it's all you do is just practice shooting <laughs> and assisting. No, no, but I'm, I'm up at three for work. So it's an early start for me. Oh, snap. What do you do for work? Uh, just I'm a FedEx delivery driver, but, you know, the morning shift, so. Uh, much respect for you frontline workers as well. On shit roads currently as well. Disgusting roads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can we, yeah. That's a that's a whole separate podcast on how we deal with roads and snow. It's like the minute yep. we know no, more snow is coming, we don't even bother scraping it off. We're just like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> 401, who needs that? Dumb. Anyways. Right. So – Let's start with the basics. How did you get started in hockey, specifically in Brampton? I'm curious how that happened. Um, yeah, so my dad, he used to play ball hockey, which is not even ice hockey, but he kind of got us into it. He put my brothers in first, mm -hmm. put me in dance, and I absolutely hated it. So they finally switched me over to hockey, and ever since then, I haven't been able to get off the ice. I was going to say, I've seen you play at least four times live and you dance around everybody on there. <laughs> like it is absolutely, it's, it's so fun to watch 
it's in talk. Like Kobe and I were sitting there watching, and we're like, "She has the puck. She has the puck. She's going. She, uh, of course, she scores. Of course, she does." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's it's not even fair. Your penalty kill is ninety seven percent. Who are you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> I, I wish you said you weren't because I would want to see better at this point. Like how <laughs> you're averaging three point six goals a game, so you're averaging a hat trick. Like, <laughs> take that in. Averaging a hat trick. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that, that's beyond. I'm literally flabbergasted by this. Again, Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, you're top tier with them. Is there anybody you facet your game after? Um, I think I like to take from like multiple players. Like, there's not one specific player that I go off of. Like, I think I like McDavid just because of his speed and his basically his awareness to just dance around people as well. Mm hmm. Yep. But then I also like how Marner and Matthew play. So, like, I kind of take stuff from them. And, like, honestly, just watching the NHL, I literally think of things. And I'm like, oh, I can definitely do that in my game and then do it the next game. So that's just kind of how I, I roll. So you saw that McDavid, uh, or the, like the McJesus goal where he lit up four defenders? Exactly. <laughs> I haven't been able to do that yet. You know, still, try, still trying to do that. <laughs> I mean, right now you're on an impressive area to do it with you know 3.6 goals like 22 it's just you're gonna get there you're gonna light up everybody you might even just dangle it through the ref's legs for something to do just <laughs> at this point yeah so outside of you who's got the best hands on the team oh god <laughs> um honestly i feel like everybody has good hands and this is like weird because what a what a safe answer that i is love it no no no. A... <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna explain because even our defense there's times where our defense like dangle people and i'm like Ex what defense can do that <laughs> like so i can't even pick one because there's like three defense in my head where i'm like honestly they've deked me out in practice so like <laughs> i don't even know Okay. Okay. Well, well, we'll move on to something softer. <laughs> you said when they finally pulled you from dance, when did you start playing hockey? I believe it was like four years old. Like I quit dance real quick, maybe like two months. <laughs> okay, hold two on. months I gave it. <laughs> finally, eh? four years old. <laughs> I was born with a exactly. hockey stick in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> now, both uh, Justin and I are from well, very close by to where you grew up. You grew up in Brampton, correct? Yes. Where'd you go to school? Um, high school, I went to Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had lots of friends that went to Notre Dame. I actually went to, Mayf <laughs> I went to Mayfield. Oh, okay. I live like right beside there now. Oh, really? Yeah, right down the street. Oh, right on. So, yeah. So, Dang like, we're from, and, and Justin's from Streetsville, so he's Mississauga. It's not, not as cool. Hey. <laughs> Street tool is amazing. Have you ever been? Uh, honestly, I don't even know like what street tool and what's Mississauga. I just consider it all Mississauga. So. Oh, it, it it is technically Mississauga, so you're you're fine with saying that. <laughs> but it's it's a beautiful little sub city that essentially was the last city to join Mississauga. So Mississauga built all the way around us, and we're just sitting there like, no, we're still our own independent village. <laughs> until yeah like until randomly we joined and then our mayor took over the mayorship because she's awesome he's some Italian. but anyways oh yeah so how'd you end up playing for the merrimack warriors the junior league that's around here is what i was playing in before college 
And to be honest, they were like the only school looking at me like before my last year playing down here. And when I visited the school, it's very small. You can walk the whole thing in five minutes. And that was like a huge thing for me. I'm not a fan of like having to get up 45 minutes early to get to class. Like I like 10 minutes, get ready, get to class. That's it. And another thing that also drew me there, which people think is very crazy, is the colors is yellow and blue. And those are my two favorite colors. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was meant. <laughs> like, just like the weird things that you wouldn't necessarily think people would be drawn to a school is what drew me there. So I don't know. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. I, I mean, I'm, I'm that way too. If I see something that attracts my eye, then it's like, why not? Right? It's, yeah. it's an additional sort of impetus to make you go ahead and take the plunge, right? What did you study when you were there? I was a psychology and criminology major. Oh, you want to be a cop? You know, I wanted to be a cop. <laughs> I cannot say that is the case now. No, understandably so. <laughs> I was going to say, you're murdering people on the ice. Why would you want to <laughs> Why would you want to leave? Like, maybe a cop is a good retirement plan, but I don't even think, no, like, you're just going to end up coaching and then owning the PHF. Like, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to, you're going to get a Nike deal and then like a, a Bauer deal too. Like this is, it's done. You're going to be, you're going to work for TSN. I promise you. That'd be golden. Hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so am I. And I hope you do. And then I hope you remember us. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you feel as if shooting left hand is beneficial to you in this, like a, a sense that most goalies only deal with right-handed people? No, we have like two right-handed players on our team. Our whole team is lefties. You, you guys are like the Leafs, very heavy on the left side, which oh, is yeah. nice. And yeah. I love that. Uh, but when I, was playing, <laughs> when I was playing hockey for a little bit, my coach was saying, he was just like, listen, you're left-handed. You are statistically a better shoot. And I was like, how? And they're like, people don't do well against lefties for whatever reason. And same with soccer too, which I don't know if he said that to make me feel better, but I rode the bench. <laughs> so <laughs> Honestly, being a lefty is definitely easier. Weird story though. When I, I was it. a kid, I actually was a righty. Like, I started as a righty. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was the youngest of three kids. So I got the handy downs. Like, literally, whatever my brothers didn't want is what I got. Mm -hmm. And my dad didn't want me to want to buy me another right stick. So he gave me a left stick and said, go get it. <laughs> and now I'm a lefty. But I think it was definitely a good change. Mm hmm because lefties can always score. I'm telling you guys my secret here. There you so, go. <laughs> lefties can always score low blocker. The goalie can know you're shooting there and you will still score every single time. <laughs> they can I know. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> All right. In the next shootout, I want you to point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call, call your shot. I will. Honestly, <laughs> we have the All-Star game this weekend. Yep. You, if you watch the shootout, I will – Point to the left side and still shoot it there and probably score. All right. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. And if you and if you pull it off, I'm going to post it on Twitter for sure. <laughs> this would break the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Just start tagging Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Can you do this? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so dope if he showed up. Just, oh, God. Laced up, played too. Oh, anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> So that was the that was the beginning portions of your life. And now we're going to flash forward a bit. You're signed to the Toronto Six. 
How did that signing happen, number one? And number two, what was it like stepping into that locker room for the first time? Hold on, hold on. I want to roll back a second. Boo. No, because she originally, she first played for the Buffalo Buttes. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that team. <laughs> but you don't, you don't want a comparison, a perspective between the two? I want to see the Toronto Six first, and then I want to talk about her dark days. <laughs> All right, we're going to skip right over to Buffalo Buttes, right? No, no disrespect to them, really. Not really, no. <laughs> but we're slightly biased. Okay, so yeah. So what was it like joining the uh, Toronto Six? Honestly, it started, although you don't want to talk about Buffalo, the Buffalo GM switched to Toronto, Okay, which is who pulled me basically back to Toronto. I mean, Toronto was definitely a place I wanted to play, but at the time there was no team. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as like the team was announced, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm definitely playing there. Like, why wouldn't I play in my hometown? That makes no sense to drive an hour and a half to play in Buffalo then playing like 20 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. So that signing was very easy. Like there took no convincing. I was like, just give me the contract. Like it doesn't matter what it says <laughs> at that point, honestly. Yeah. Say what gas. Very easy decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, and what was it like walking into that locker room for the first time? To be honest, I like I hate to say it, but college, my college locker room was way better, was bigger. Obviously, we had our own facility and like the league had just started and that was our first rink for Toronto. Mm-hmm. But all the hard work that the people put in to like make that locker room just made it even more special. Like our GM that year literally put all like the dressing stalls in there herself. Like, she spent, like, countless days there doing it. So, like, I respect her for that, and I will take that dressing room, like, then just going into a regular room where you, like, don't even have space to hang up your stuff half the time. So it was definitely a great experience to have that, even though we didn't even use it our first year because of COVID, but it was nice to look at, I guess. Exactly. Now, now, Canlan Ice Arena is familiar to you, right? If you played in Brampton, obviously you played there numerous times. Plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. So for you, it's just old hat. Yeah, exactly. Now, do your brothers still play competitive hockey or no? Yeah, my twin brother actually just started playing, like just went back to hockey actually in December now I'm going to try and get this team right. I believe he's playing in like the FPHL for the Columbus River Dragons. Something like that. River Dragons. He would hate because I didn't know that, but he's playing again and he's actually doing very well. He's like in Atlanta. So, you know, he's just trying to, to make sure he's on the same level as his sister at the moment. <laughs> oh, 100%. Okay. So you have a twin brother. Yes. And you have one older brother then? Like who's... Yes. Okay, so your brother's playing the Prospect League. Yeah, honest, I have no idea. He literally, one day, he's like, oh, I'm going to Atlanta to play hockey. I'm like, Well, Justin okay. Justin follows the majority of the developmental hockey leagues. So Yeah, so when you said that, I'm like, is she talking about the Prospect League? Because <laughs> I was like, okay, I haven't heard many people actually going to that, but it's really good. I was like, it's very un- – basically, the Prospect League is like an unsung hero for the AHL. And then if you just destroy in the AHL, obviously you go to the NHL. Or worst case scenario is you fly over to the KHL. Yeah. So if he's lighting it up there, it's going to be a fun time. 
<laughs> he, has a, he has a lot of pressure because the uh, Columbus River Dragons just won the championship last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they did. Yeah. Okay. So this guy is going to be, whoo, whoo, more eyes on him. It's looking good for the uh, for the family there. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. What are some of your favorite drills you do in practice? Oh my goodness. The best part is, well, it's probably not good on my part, but I absolutely hate practice. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Like, Shout out to Coach Jocelyn. <laughs> Honestly, you can ask any coach I've ever been with. They would tell you that, like, it's just practice is just not my thing. Mm-hmm. It's I, I go to every single one. I'm there. But it's, like, it's hard. It's hard for me. <laughs> but I do – I like continuous drills. Like, you know, like a continuous three-on-two where, like, you get the heart rate up, everything's going, the, like, stop and starts just – it's not it's not worth that. Nope. I get it. you guys do um you guys do sandbag drills? Like like skating? Yeah. Um you know, my coach hopefully doesn't listen to this, but we do do skating that we could probably do more, but I'm not complaining and I don't think anybody else on my team is, so we'll leave it at that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I remember I never did it, but some of my buddies who played in the OHL, they used to have to do sandbag pulls, and they're like, I would much rather just just hang up my skates. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, it hurts me in my soul. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. Do you remember? Okay, this is going to sound really weird. I started to jump back in topics. I have so many questions for you that I just want to get the important ones out kind of first. Your first goal that you ever scored in the PHF slash NWHL, do you remember it? And do you recall the situation as it occurred? Okay. Now we're we talking about Toronto or Buffalo? I do remember Buffalo. Unfortunately, we're going to have to go with Buffalo because your first ever one. Okay. Yeah, I do remember, actually, because it was a very nerve-wracking time to be there. But um, I think I just got the puck like on the, the boards and just skated on the boards and kind of deked out the goalie wide and just snuck it in and then spun into the boards as you should as you should <laughs> and do you, do you recall your first ever goal for the Toronto Six yeah that was I I don't know if it was like four on four yeah it was definitely four on four and it was a pass from like one of my best friends on the team and I, I don't know if it went bar down or like I don't know it was a shot on net and the only reason why I remember that is because we technically weren't allowed to celebrate in the bubble, but like we did celebrate and we thought we were going to get in so much trouble when we did it, but oh, no. that's besides the point. <laughs> exactly. Got to gotta live life on the edge. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want to get into your first full season with the Toronto Sticks. You ended up winning the MVP. You're pretty much the face of the league. Did you expect to have that much success that early on? Uh, definitely not, but I knew, I knew I would do something. Like I didn't like be the MVP and basically get so many points in such a short six game or eight game season. But the team I had around me made me look way better than I expected. So I definitely give much credit to them, to my own skill. Now, have you played with any of your 
uh, line mates or anything previous to that or or maybe against them even or no? The younger girls, I pretty much played with, played with or played against all the younger girls. The older ones, not so much. They were like too far in age to, to play against. But you are familiar with quite a few people in the league. Oh, yeah. Like pretty much half half the league I've either played against or played with. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at New Smile. Just use the code PROSPORTS to get $150 off any of their teeth aligning kits. So turn up the dial on your smile with New Smile. Now on to the show. Who would you say has the hardest shot in the league? Ooh. Um, honestly, I would give that to my own teammate, Lindsay Eastwood. Like, when her slap shots come in in practice in a game, I get out the way. Like, you don't want that hitting you. <laughs> it's it's not fun to get hit by those pucks, so I give it to her. That's awesome. That's, uh, yeah, she, she actually came up in conversation earlier uh, this morning, and we spoke with Taylor Woods, yeah. and she had a couple things to say about you. But Taylor we, Woods we... also has a hard shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do, hers two is always going like bar down so you have to hit the deck if you want to get out of that one and now some, something i asked her that i think i'll ask you as well because i want to see if you agree or disagree but how do you feel the the coaching styles differ between digit murphy and mark joslin i would say like digit was kind of more like one of the girls like honestly digit could have played on our team and it wouldn't have like made a difference like, she literally acted like she was one of us. Like, she was always excited. She pretty much pumped us up half the time for games. Uh, where it's like Mark is more as the coach. Like, he actually, he he won't come in and, like, start dancing with us, obviously. Probably because he also is a man. But, like, he wouldn't come in and start dancing. Like, if we're dancing, he would just, like, stand there and, like, be like, okay, are you guys done yet? And, like, get to the to the statistics and all that stuff. So it's definitely a huge change up between the two, but they were both great in what they did. And as you can see, it's working for us. So no, definitely, definitely. Okay. So you're, you're a little more political than she was, to be honest. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll hear, you'll hear, you'll hear. <laughs> now, she's a little, she's, she's she's, a little more reserved. <laughs> yeah. So she said there's a bit of a uh, TikTok sort of dance competition going on. Oh gosh. <laughs> We do dabble in some TikTok sometimes. <laughs> Love it. How's your TikTok game? Honestly, it, it could it could be better. It could be better. Sometimes, like me and another girl on the team, sometimes it takes us about like two hours just to learn something. And then we can't even do it properly. And then we're just like, all oh, right, we'll just post it without it looking good. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it just whatever we get is what we get. And hopefully, you know, it just... It's not too bad. <laughs> Sometimes that's the the one that gets more engagement when it comes right down to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So just to go back to Digit. Uh, so she's a, she's very fan friendly, if you will. Like Kobe, myself, and Nee have all been to your games. And she'll come out and sit beside us as if we've known her for years. <laughs> and she'll just drop uh, a lot of cuss words. Did she do that in, uh, <laughs> in the locker room too? Or is that just a... Uh, a fan-friendly thing. Oh no, Digit's like she she doesn't have really like a filter. She just says whatever is on her mind. She just goes and you just that's just her though. You just have to like 
know her to know that that's what she's gonna do and I feel like f-bombs sometimes are like kind of in her vocabulary so sometimes Mm -hmm. she doesn't realize she's saying it but like that's how it's coming out so it just happens and you kind of just got to go with it (laughs) yeah that's what I kind of realized too like Kobe and I were sitting there and I think I think what had happened is I can't remember what game it was but I think you guys were up by one goal but however you guys had a boatload of shots on net so we're just like hey digit what has to happen uh during halftime and she's like oh we have to let a fire under their effing you know butts <laughs> and i was like oh my god like, good morning to you too and she's just like right. we need this and i was like you guys are leading the league you can take a night off not to digit there's never a night off in digits book <laughs> oh my god no so um I don't, you might remember this actually because in the bubble i was constantly there for pro sports podcasters always asking like questions and Digit would always say, she's like, Justin, I like your voice. And I'm like, thank you, Digit. When I met her in person, she was like, oh, you're the one with the voice. And I said, yes, thank you. <laughs> and I remember because mm, – go on. Now that you say that, I actually – I remember your voice. Oh, I Like I remember that. her saying that like, you have such a great voice, Justin. Like I actually <laughs> do remember her saying that. That's crazy. <laughs> thank you. I was going to say, you were the, first, the very first person I ever interviewed on um, – I guess that panel so it's kind of again full circle to to really speak with you again but uh kobe and sorry me and myself after one of the games wanted to go speak with you to get a photo but you were surrounded by like a billion and a half fans and your, <laughs> and your family and we were just like awkwardly staring at you for a quick minute and then you locked eyes with i think knee and then we both looked away and we're just like why is this so difficult to approach her oh god i I know I know the game you're talking about and I literally like I think I was trying to get to the other room to go do an interview and I told the girl I was walking with like we can't go out this door. We go out the door, I not make that interview. Literally it took me forty five minutes to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and we didn't want to be just wave me down because it's just my family so they can wait till later <laughs> we'll, we'll tell them that be like sorry sorry if you if you listen to our interview she said it's just her family she's sick of you yeah. people we're <laughs> see like we have a name tag we have badges we're important you guys are second <laughs> second fiddle yeah exactly oh my god but yeah no because nina i really wanted to, to talk to you get a photo and do a quick little uh quick little interview but again we were just very respectful of your billion and a half fans. Like a little girl came up to you, <laughs> took a photo with her, and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so, well, thank you. The next game, I'll look out for you guys. Oh, please do. I'll just walk around with my voice and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, how do you deal with the fans? Do you get like messages on your DMs? Do you uh, do people come up to you after calling you an inspiration? Like, what what is it? When we used to have fans at games, like, when I walked out, that's what like a lot of mothers would say, like not much the kids, the kids, all they wanted was like signatures and pictures and stuff. But the moms and the dads would always be like, oh, you're such an inspiration for them and stuff like that. And I also, I do a little bit of coaching with a team Mm -hmm. in Brampton on the side and even like their parents are like, so nice for you to come out. It's like a huge inspiration for all the girls to see like how you play and them bring it to their game and all that. And, you know, I'm not really, like, big on social media. I literally don't even have time to be on my phone half the time. So mm-hmm. I do get messages, but someone else goes through them, and I just – I get the important ones, the ones that she sends to me, basically. Oh, uh, that's how we got involved. Awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I was, was going to say, are you working on getting uh, verified on your social medias? Me and my brother have both tried, and I don't know, like Instagram just doesn't like me. So at this point, I've just given up, and like other people are trying. So we'll see if that that happens anytime soon. Well, if I can kind of give you a little bit of assistance, Twitter is a different beast. Twitter's easier but harder. So if you work for a company that's verified and you're like decently in the news, you can get in. So with the PHF on your side, I just contact some representative or uh, Toronto Six essentially, and they can definitely sort it out for you. Instagram in itself has a, a bit of a different algorithm. You have to really submit yourself in terms of uh, interviews and uh, noteworthy newspaper articles. So. That one's, you can still do the same thing. You can essentially get Toronto 6 to do it for you. But uh, I feel like being verified would definitely help your your presence. Definitely. I'm, I'm you know, good idea. I'm going to tell them that today. I'm yeah, please like, do. You know what? Justin told me that you can do this <laughs> for me. So figure it out, please. <laughs> They'll be like, who? Be like the guy with the voice. He, he told me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I really wanted to uh, always be that kind of announcer or commentator, and I really want to do it for the PHF. Like, I would love to be the guy that sits there and just announces everybody. Ugh, goals. <laughs> I'm sure they'd give you the job with that voice. <laughs> I would honestly love it. You get that, Kobe? I have a voice. That's because I adjust the EQ on my end. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kobe. He's always the type of guy just to humble me ever so slightly. <laughs> like, I just booked a role in a feature film and Kobe's like, good on you. It's about time you did something that's actually productive. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> he has to keep you humble. <laughs> oh, he does. He, he does. And I love him for it. Well, hold on. Speaking of something productive, I still can't get over the whole plus 22 thing. That's just insane. Yeah, that... <sighs> That is so impressive. It hurts. I don't. I don't know. I there's times where I'm on the ice for goals, and I do, like, I don't even move. Like the, I That's remember fair. a goal in Minnesota, where I passed it up to the wingers, and they did their thing, and I'm literally still at our blue line, and they scored, and I'm like, oh, I should probably catch up to like, <laughs> say good job. Like, there's times where like I'm just on the ice, and I'm like, well, I did nothing for that. Like, good job, guys. <laughs> Yo, you pass it up. That's all that matters. Exactly. Keep in mind, you're such a goal scoring machine that your presence actually distracts a defense. Like, we've seen it. Like, you're there and you're like, okay, well, this is obviously going to be a threat. Like, you draw attention and that's enough. You, you know, there's many times where I tell my teammates, I'm like, I'm just going to hold on to the puck for like three seconds and I'm going to pass it to you because I know in that three seconds, probably three maybe four out of the five players are going to look at me so like you're probably going to be free and every mm -hmm. time i just pass to them and they just on their way they go I, I see you do that a lot when you carry it into the offensive end mm -hmm. yeah you sort of slow down play for a second and draw the defense to you i you do that a lot but it, it tends to work so more power to you <laughs> <laughs> thank you now you're a fan of the nhl correct yes i am are you a Leafs fan? You know, unfortunately, yes. Yes, I am a Leafs fan. That's, all, that's okay. You can, be, you can be proud of that. You can be proud of that. So are you going to have the same sort of resentment <laughs> and fervor when it comes to playing against the new team coming into the PHF, the Montreal team? Not really. Honestly, I would love to have another Canadian team so we don't have to travel every weekend to the States. And like we kind of get like a 
home game, but not really home at the same time. Um, I think it's going to be pretty sick having them in the league. So it should be good. Okay. So you're not going to consider them a rival. Who would you consider the oh, rival now? They're gonna be they're gonna be a rival. Gonna <laughs> oh, be a okay, rival, okay. But like it's it's gonna it's gonna be like it's not gonna be friendly either. It's just it's gonna be nice staying in Canada. But they're gonna be a rival. We're gonna have to beat them. The arrival of your rival. Exactly. <laughs> Which team do you consider to be the toughest threat right now to the Toronto Six? I would say probably Boston. We played yeah. them not early on, I think. I think it was like our sixth or seventh game. And they are probably the team that gave us like the most trouble. So, and we don't play them until the end of the year too. So it's a long time until we get back to them. But you get them at home, hopefully. Yes, yes, they are home. So hopefully we can pack the stands for that game. Darn tootin'. I remember uh, the playoffs in that bubble with Boston. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> That's when I was just like, oh my God, does every Toronto team have a kryptonite against Boston? Like, is that such a thing? Like, I've Do never you know been. So many, mm. so many people have said that. Mm. Yeah, no, because it's, it, I'm starting to believe it's a thing. And I like it. We just got to stay away from Boston. That's it. Honestly, legitimately, like, it's gotten so bad. I was so pissed after. I don't think I went to the press conference. Not that I didn't want to talk, I was just going to say something <laughs> dumb. I, th- I think Nee took it over that night. I don't know. I, I know it wasn't me, though. I didn't go. <laughs> oh, but trust me, I had to go, and I was pissed. <laughs> oh, I would imagine. It was, oh, my God. What were your thoughts going into that playoff, though? Because you guys were the number one seed. You guys were dominant. And then Boston showed up and just was like, hey, Superman, here's your kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was kind of, it was a, a weird situation. And I honestly think we got, kind of the terrible end of the stick because traveling back like we really only had a month mm-hmm. till the turnaround till we had to go back and we all had to quarantine for two weeks before we could do anything and everyone also went home because they didn't tell us that we were going to Boston until like a couple of days later so everyone went home quarantine by the time we got back I think we had like two practices before heading there So, like, in our heads, we were like, this is going to be a difficult weekend. (laughs) Yes, and unfortunately, it proved to be that. So, this time around, (laughs) if you guys face Boston, or when you face Boston, most likely when, uh, do you plan on shutting them out, like, 17-0, kind of make up for uh, last time? 100%. 18. Let's make it 18, just for big measures. It's plus 22, right? I mean, that's what's going on here. (laughs) (laughs) She's being nice and letting threes. Oh, my God. If if that was an 18-0 game, I feel like it would just erase everything from the PHF history and then also reset the NHL's history. Exactly. (laughs) So, basically, no pressure, but we kind of need you to do that. (laughs) Well, we know I got a at least 22 times mm. I'll be on the ice for something. So hopefully I go. can do something in that time. I, I hope so. I hope you like uh, <laughs> score a few goals, get a few assists, slash a few legs, you know. <laughs> now, in last season, when did they announce that you were MVP? I don't know. But before, like I knew, I think two days or maybe the day before it was going to be said online or during the show or whatnot because okay. like, obviously I, I had to be on my computer to do like the interview part mm-hmm. but i didn't tell anybody just myself knew 
and I didn't tell my family or no one. <laughs> was that before the playoffs or was it after? Oh, after. I think it was, it was after. Like, yeah, a couple of weeks after the playoffs. Oh, okay. I was, I was hoping it was before because, I mean, when you win it this year, it'd be nice to celebrate with you kind of like at the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Because you are going to win it this year. It's, it's pretty obvious. It's plus 22. It's plus 22. <laughs> <It's> plus 22. <laughs> we, still, we still got like six games left. Oh, it's, it's a f- conclusion, and we're probably all going to be at the after party. I say we because I'm trying to weasel myself into the Toronto Sixes like, lifestyle. But moving forward, uh, the only person I think I could actually maybe give you a run for your money would be your goalie because she's just been amazing too. That's it. Yeah, yeah that would be the only exactly. real competition to it whatsoever. But I think she wins it again this year. Oh, probably because MVP usually goes to an offensive player, unless like literally a goalie goes there and has no goals against ever. And it helps when you're on the yeah. Isabel winning cup team, right? Yeah. Yep, it definitely does. No pressure. That's <laughs> also helps when you shut up Austin eighteen nothing. So exactly. <laughs> Again, no pressure, but you promised. So yeah, that is true. <laughs> Your reputation's kind of on the line, and you just spread it through. Do you guys have a WhatsApp group chat for the Toronto Six? I feel like you guys would. We do. We have. Oh my! God. <laughs> we have one with coaches, one without coaches. We also have Snapchat. Like we have everything. Stay connected. Oh my God! So, did this uh, this get circulated that people were going to be on Pro Sports Podcasters, or this is kind of like a last second thing? Honestly, I don't know. I got an email about it, so I don't think everyone knows. <laughs> Shout out to me. I just got an email for somebody. So, yeah, Mr. Mr. Wallace Bruce doing his thing. We love yeah. him. Now, <laughs> Michaela, before we let you go, uh, what social media channels do you have that our fans can follow you on? I have Instagram, and my name there is Grant Mentis, just my last name. And it's the same thing on Twitter, actually. They're both just Grant Mentis. And TikTok? See, like, I need to perfect that before I tell people to find <laughs> me. <laughs> but that, that is, that's my nickname. See, people can't find me sometimes because they spell my nickname wrong. But it's Bucky underscore 13 is my TikTok. Okay. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I am following you now on all of our socials. <laughs> no pressure, but a little pressure. <laughs> the, the, just no judgment on the TikToks. You know it's a work in progress. Oh, no worries. It's You can't judge anyone on TikTok. There is there is no judging on TikTok. <laughs> right? TikTok is a judge-free zone. If, if you're watching that to judge people, you got a problem. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you have any questions for the Pro Sports Podcasters, be sure to reach us on our Twitter account. Or you can also slide into our DMs and catch the latest snippets, dirt, and other exclusive things that we will tweet. Check us out at P Podcasters on Twitter.